Welcome back to another Edge God In podcast. Thank you for pushing that pause button today to Edge God In to your mind, your will, and those emotions. It's interesting with emotions. They tend to be a backdoor that Satan just slithers in under the radar, particularly when we're tired, hungry, angry, lonely, sick. Uh, whenever our bodies are compromised, the emotions tend to kick in. And I'm talking about the negative emotions here. And usually there's an area too with emotions where there's lack of forgiveness. And that's part of emotional intelligence in Christ I'd like to point out today. So before we begin, simply pause and ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, is there anyone in my life that I haven't forgiven? Is there anybody that that could be close to me, could be my spouse, could be a family member that I have not fully forgiven? And you know you haven't fully forgiven because you get a bitterness that comes up when their name pops up or you see them or you have to hang out with them or whatever the situation, you're triggered still. Anytime you're still triggered into a negative emotion in the bucket of bitterness, because that's what happens with unforgiveness that's kind of kept in the back burner. Bitterness is the ramification of that. And the Holy Spirit desires to free you of that today, my friend and me. So simply pausing and asking the Holy Spirit, is there anyone in my life today that I haven't really forgiven? And forgiveness, by the way, my friends, is for us. Forgiveness is, is a gift for us to set us free. As has been said before, when you don't forgive, it's like drinking poison, hoping someone else dies. It literally rots the bones. And I bring this up today because our topic, once again, we're, we're closing out the four-part series of emotional intelligence in Christ problem-solving strategies. We're ending with I. And we're going to have a conversation around, perhaps you are an I, you'll find out pretty quickly as we begin our conversation today. Perhaps you're a D or a C or an S or a combination. It's a fun exercise to go through all four of these podcasts and lean in with the Holy Spirit. Help me to recognize myself. And where am I holding bitterness and unforgiveness and misunderstanding and disconnect? Just because people don't think the way that I think. Just because other people in my life don't solve problems the way that I solve problems. Knowledge is power when it comes to relationships, my friends, and strategic communication, which is why the more you can understand that not everyone is wired the way you are and understand different perspectives and strategies as how different people go about their day and solving problems and perceptions, it will lighten the load for you. And again, as I often say, this is a job for Jesus because this involves emotions and emotions are extremely powerful. You can wake up and say, I'm going to have a great day in the Lord and surrender your day to God until you run into a human being that thinks differently than you do and you're triggered. And then Shazam, you're hijacked between your two ears. Emotional intelligence in Christ is... The activation, the power of the Holy Spirit within us, the gift of the Holy Spirit within us to help us to discern and manage our personal emotions and behaviors in a way that honors God by loving others well as Jesus did. I just finished a six-week study with a group going through our six-week study guide, Emotional Intelligence in Christ six-week study guide, which you can find at Emotional Intelligence in Christ 
www.eicpodcast.com. And one of the daily practices is called our EIC method. And it, it gets you into a habit, which takes about six weeks to anchor. So it becomes second nature to you, where you have encounters and you become highly, highly aware, high noticing around what emotions trigger you into behaviors and negative emotions that don't honor God. You also have the opportunity to identify what they look like and a common thread. And then you have the invitation to course correct. And that's that's the word that we're looking for. So when those emotions hijack you, you ask the Holy Spirit, help me to course correct. Help me to course correct. Help me to see the world the way that they see it so that I can have victory over my emotions, which lead to honoring you rather than basically the one low tide that lowers all ships. You want to be that one high tide, my friends, with the Holy Spirit's help that lifts all ships, as JFK reminded us in that famous quote. So I'm joined today once again with my friend and colleague, Ken Vogus, and he's one of the co-authors of our original book, Emotional Intelligence in Christ. We're still having the Spring into Learning special at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. Our course is 50% off, so at checkout, please use the code EIC2023. If you're looking for victory over your emotions, highly recommend you check out Emotional Intelligence in Christ.com. Ken Vogus is an adjunct professor at Dallas University, and he is a guru and creator of Biblical Desk, which is a very powerful journey that guides us into that sense of awareness so that we can course correct when we feel ourselves getting hijacked because people don't do things the way we want them to do things. <laughs> And I laugh at that because I just had that happen to me in the last 24 hours. Perhaps you can relate to that. So Holy Spirit, this is a job for Jesus. We're talking about emotions and they're messy and they come from differences that we have a choice point to course correct or not. We can, we can choose to stay stuck in unforgiveness, judgments, which lead to assumptions, which leads to expectations that exceed reality in relationships that leave us disappointed. We pray for your grace, dear God. Help us to get off the stage of the drama, to be able to watch how life is unfolding from the place of your perspective, Lord. You are the emotional, intelligent one. And we thank you for the opportunity to explore these four different areas of how people are wired. Jesus, you are masterful at reaching everyone. You also had healthy boundaries and knew when to wipe the dust off your feet and move on. Give us the grace to do the same. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So Ken, here we are at our final, our final in a series of series four, this is kind of a, a fun time to talk about that, uh, the series four of the disc. Again, for listeners that aren't familiar with the disc, Ken, would you mind kind of giving a few sentences around what is the disc and why should we even care about it? And perhaps we had a disconnect here. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as we as we discussed before, Ken is located, my friends, in Houston. And so you've noticed before, at times, he'll get disconnected. Yet we've been so committed to this series that we um 
we've continued to press on. And so I appreciate your patience with other podcasts when we've had these little glitches and Ken will come in and out. And so I, I'm going to just thank you up front for your grace in this because Ken is the biblical um, expert here. And so uh, in biblical disc, which is why we're kind of muscling through the disconnect from Houston to Colorado. So I appreciate you sticking with us. Ken, I can see you. Can you hear me? I was I was told I was in the meeting, Lauren. Okay, okay, no no worries. I'm glad you popped back on. Yeah, you, you you did it. We did a little troubleshooting. So, um, thank you for that. And um, I have you here, and you can hang up your phone. Actually, okay. There you go. Okay, so we're back. So I've already I've already let our listeners in on our little secret that we have have connection problems between Houston and Denver. Right. So they're they're aware of that as we're going through this. Stick with us, my friends, because this is extremely powerful, this topic today on high eyes. So my question, Ken, was just give a, a sentence or two about the disc. Why should listeners even be interested in this? Uh, why should they care about the disc? And what is it? Well, this gives, gives us definition of behavior on four uh, different levels or uh, differences. And it tells us that as we think differently, that doesn't make us wrong. It just makes us different. And it is the, it is the understanding of that differences and knowing how to go ahead and communicate. So the other person is connecting, we, which is critical. And this, this uh, particular model, dominant, influencing, steadiness, and compliance, uh, in my opinion, is one of the better ones that are out there because it it parallels or connects to uh, scripture and understanding the relationship that God had with us. So um, I'm very prejudiced, Lawrence. So, but no, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan myself. <laughs> you know, of but, the but, but I think the thing that the big the, the thing here is the the ability because it's a trait system that allows you to connect it with the scripture. I think that's the power that that that, that is involved in, in in the model. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here we are. We're uh, at our fourth session today, and we're covering the eye. And, and give us a little insight into that. Well, the, 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 the influencing style I, I've kept for the, uh, the last, okay? And I'm going to insert a little humor to say the best for last, Lauren. <laughs> yep. I'm in. I'm in. Being a high eye, you know that. So, <laughs> yay. I, I, I served that one over, you know, yep. softball over. <laughs> <laughs> Love the recognition. That's our biggest fear is lack of recognition and rejection. So I'm in. Yeah, and, and, and I'm putting you right at the top. <laughs> yep. Thank you, my friend. But but seriously, eyes are are the polar opposites in problem solving to the high C. And you know, I I I, I did that. You know, I gave you the the task style first, <laughs> and then I go the relational style. And 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 the high I is is the polar opposite to the high C, which uh, tends to focus on the on the positive. The I see uh, the high I is the positive. Uh, the, the high C sees uh, the what's missing. And the I see, mm -hmm. and the high eye sees what's there, you know, and and so you need to understand both, and you you really need both of these positions, you know, to 
clearly understand the problem in itself. So too often the, the high, high seas come across as cricket, uh, critical and negative, and the positive rebound of the eyes that you see the positive. So you're bantering through the dif differences, but you're seeing the whole of the, of the problem. When, when we we'll look at the, the eye also, is, is there the thing that is so critical about high eyes is their concern for relationships. And uh, they're, 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 they're the missing link here as you look at the D, I, S, and C. The Ds are skilled at debating. <laughs> mm, and then absolutely. the high C uh, has a tendency to come up with a critical question. How is that relevant? And going back. And so they start bantering back and forth. Mm -hmm. And it totally has a way of shutting down the S. They don't want to get involved in this. And it's absolutely it, and it's unique with the eye. They can see the positive <laughs> and nothing positive and, and, and create a little degree of humor to kind of create the, the, the greasing of the wheel, if we can absolutely. You know, to, uh, set aside the sparks that are going. And they do it in such a way that 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 that, that you're not offended by it. And so you need that fourth element here in the problem solving. And I kept that for the last because they have such critical uh, function in so many ways. The, the, the downside of, of, of the high eyes is they're disorganized and they lack follow through. Of course, the, the others and the D's and the, and, and the C's can go ahead and do that. And, and, and what the other thing that, that is, a, is a potential problem is they, they think in random verbal conversations. So you're trying to say, what does that have to do with what we're talking about? So, so there's, there's a downside to that. But, but if all four styles are functioning, then, then it doesn't become a, a total dysfunction. Mm. And, and the whole issue here is how do we go ahead and help the high eye manage manage their particular styles and so that we can uh, go ahead and, and 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 in the joining together all these styles how do we turn lemons into lemonade <laughs> absolutely we, you know and 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 the and the critical point that i'm making you need all four of you and mm -hmm. any time that one of the styles is missing there's a blind spot and that team will go to dysfunction and the respect of those differences in seeing a problem is critical to coming up with a balanced decision. So mm. that, but the eye is the critical player in this because uh, they're they're so into the relate keeping the relationship together on a positive level. So that's mm. what we got. I, I can relate to that um, being a high eye and and just in the midst of conflict. Now S's and I's they tend to. Um, they tend to avoid conflict more than the D's and the C's. The D's and the C's will lean in more. The S's and the I's, because the I's biggest fear is rejection, the S's biggest fear is loss of routine, uh, yet they're very people-driven and team-oriented. S's and I's do share that. So yeah. it's, it's interesting when you're looking at the D's task driven, I's people driven, S is process driven, and C's logic driven, you have all four of those in the room. Wow, there's nothing you can't do with that combination unless the ego gets in the way and the filters get in the way, which is I see you as I am, not as you are. And without the Holy Spirit giving me the grace of humility to be able to realize not everyone thinks the way I do. Then there'll be a lot of voices 
and not a lot getting done. What makes the high eye problem solving style unique? Well, it's their ability to articulate, and I use this word technicolor, their perception of, mm-hmm. of, of, a, of an issue. You know, there, it's, it's not, there, 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 is, there is a giftedness of, of the high eyes to uh, talk about what they see, uh, you know, from at a feeling level and a relational level that is, that is very unique. They, they, uh, they, they, they talk a lot. <laughs> and, and, and they talk in terms that you can see pictures. They're, they're great storytellers. You know, some of their stories are true. Um, mm. and, um, that was meant to be humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but they, they, were, they tend to embellish the stories. Absolutely. You know, and I had a, I, I had a, um, I, 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 I had a uh, a coach, a baseball coach, and and that he was a great storyteller, and 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 his his mantra was to say, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. You know yeah, I mean? I've heard that. I've totally heard that before. It's interesting too because uh, because high eyes highly highly fear rejection. And also, they're also very driven to go for what they want. They're movers and shakers. So when I'm thinking back to in in high school, I used to lie all the time to get my way with my parents. And my mom couldn't understand that being being the high D uh, S combination. Like, how, how could you lie? Like, you don't lie. You're completely honest. And yet I, I would lie if I was blocked from getting what I wanted. Sure. Or, or if I was afraid of rejection, so I didn't want to tell the truth because I was afraid my friends would judge me or my mom would judge me. And, and again, I refer to these as my BC days before, before Jesus got a hold of me, because then it got to the point where I couldn't lie because I, because the Holy spirit would convict my heart and say, even, even just the white lies, you know, if you think about your life as you're going through, it's like, okay, what exactly do you owe this person? It's not just, you know, oh, I'll just round it to to what I want to round it to. Be exact and be honest. You know, God God holds us to that higher standard. But what are some of your thoughts on that? Well, what 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 it all of us have defense mechanisms in mm-hmm. order to go ahead and, and in the flesh, you know, show us in good lights. And the defense mechanism of, of high eyes is if you catch their hand in the cookie nar- uh, jar, they, 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 they will say, no, it wasn't me. I know you got it on videotape. It wasn't me. And yep. if, if, if it becomes very clear, let's let me play the tape back to you. <laughs> you know, yep. there, is that you or is that not you? <laughs> <laughs> That's you totally know. me. I, my, my mom will be like, there's my daughter. <laughs> And, and yep. what, what the deal, then they go to plan B, which is to shift blame. Well, the reason I did that, you yep. know, absolutely, somebody else, you know, and those are the two, you know, flesh sides of, of the eye that are, that are very dangerous, you know, yep. either denial or, or, or shift blame. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Peter is a poster <laughs> for that. And uh, the apostle Peter, you know, so, absolutely. Hi, yeah. I, it's like, weren't yeah, you yeah. with Jesus? No, no, I wasn't no, with Jesus. No, no, you, you, me? <laughs> exactly. And that's like, I, I loved his story when I became a Christian when I was 17. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord. So you're saying I have a chance. <laughs> 
So you're saying I have a chance. Thank you. So Peter's been been a lot of help to me. So what what causes others to misunderstand the high eye? I, I you know it, it, if I could say one thing that 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 uh, to help help people to understand where the high eyes get understand they solve problems as they speak in random terms. They hearing themselves talk is 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 what they do, and they'll be random about it. and. Uh, what 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 people who are not high eyes say? Boy, you're just nothing but a space cadet here. You know, what no, you're if, just you're just babbling. <laughs> put your put your landing gear down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Get off the bus. Here's <laughs> it, your stop. Okay, it, and so it it it's it's really it's really amazing how, how mm. that happens. It, it 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 is to understand that that's how they solve problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing because it's like, they'll just keep riding that bus and they yeah. won't get off. And and oftentimes with the high eyes listeners, either you're a high eye or, you know, a high eye, they, they really don't know when to stop. Right. Um, because in their minds, they're hearing themselves speak in random thoughts, but to them, it's not random. They're no, actually coming up with a solution by verbally hearing themselves speak out loud. Yeah. It might take them a little bit, but they're working through. So how can you help a high eye? Because you're married to one, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you help them um, get to the point without hurting their feelings? What? I, I had a breakthrough uh, one uh, one particular evening, and uh, I knew uh, Linda went ahead and and uh, had a tendency at late at night, which is not my best, to want to just talk, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And one particular evening, uh, she she was she said, "I need to talk," and I said, "I, I got nothing here. I got nothing." Normally, what mm-hmm. I would do when she'd start talking, I would interrupt her and say, "Linda, that doesn't make sense, and this is what you need to do," you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Sure. But that night, I got nothing. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I was just sitting there listening and listening and listening. And she went on for about 30 minutes and, and then finally stopped talking, you know, and I and I went to bed and I was so tired. And I just came up the next morning. She got up and she said, Ken, last night you helped me so much and I really appreciate that. And I and I sat there, I didn't say anything. Hmm. I didn't say anything. And then it dawned on me, maybe my, 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 what she needed at that moment is just to listen. Hmm. And so, so what I came up with is a strategy with Linda and says, what, what can I do? I ask a question, Lauren, when she's, I know she's needed to talk. I will ask this question, Linda, do you want me to give you feedback or do you want me just to uh, respect the fact that you need me to listen? And so often she will say, I just need you to. So I accept the fact I do not judge her for going random. I just let her talk. Mm. So if I could, uh, when I share that story, a personal story, the high eyes come out of their chairs. If I could, you know, who do high eyes marry? High C's who are logical and interrupt you with questions, (laughs) you know. Or S's. Or S's, yeah, or D, so you don't know what you're talking about, you know, and we just need to button it up. But I, I, I know where she's coming, what she needs at that moment that she needs to just randomly talk. Mm. There are times when the she, Linda is a high I, but she's also a high C. Mm-hmm. So she does value feedback. But when she's mm-hmm. in the high I, she doesn't want feedback. She just needs to talk. Absolutely. So, 
so 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 that the the mo- judgment check it at the door <laughs> and, yeah. and, and ask that question do you need feedback or you just want me to listen and and and, I, and that if i could tell you one thing to do if you're if you're not an i and you're and you're in a relationship with an i is to be able to ask that question when they start in this random stuff do you need feedback or you just need me to listen and watch your tone uh, that's huge. Now, now, why is it important to watch a tone with the S's and I's? Because they, 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 they will pick up in the tone, rejection or conflict. S's, <laughs> uh, S's will see it as conflict and disharmony. I's will see it as a rejection. And they're both relation. And, and they read more into the tone than they do into the words. Mm. That's just reality. You are speaking the truth. There is no doubt about it. Yeah. And and I, I experienced that in the home front as well. And my husband's a high S. So yeah. we both are sensitive. What's interesting though, Ken, is I'm also a high D, as you know. So yeah. I'm a D and an I. So when when my husband, this was a real eye-opener for us in our marriage, he didn't realize how sensitive I was until one day I just broke down crying because of the tone he was using for me to me about something. And he, and he's like, I didn't, I thought I had to like get strong with my voice because you're so strong. I didn't realize you were that sensitive. So it was a real shocker because if the D is driving the bus, you wouldn't think that, but it's very, it's very interesting. So we, we definitely had that experience, the difference between the I and the D. Um, And, but he share he does share the I. So we have this normal behavior, Ken. Um, and this is normal for the eyes. Uh, so expectations, this is an important part of understanding that not everyone thinks the way that I think. And so as we understand that expectations, now, now when, when your expectations exceed the reality of what's going on, you're going to always have disappointment. When reality exceeds expectation, then you'll have satisfaction. So to understand that your greatest place in relationships, one of your greatest emotionally intelligent place to hang out is in the expectations that you have in your relationships. And to also take time to examine your own filters. Knowing, do I have more of a D tendency? Am I task-driven? Do I want control? Do I fear loss of power and control? Perhaps I'm relating to the conversation today about high eyes. High eyes are, are people-driven. They want a social exception, acceptance. They fear rejection. S's are process-driven. They want routine. They fear loss of routine. And C's are logic-driven. They want to get it right, and they fear criticism. So understanding that can adjust our expectations, Ken. So knowing how the eye is wired, what should our expectations be? Well, again, you know, is understanding and respecting their need to go ahead and and talk in random. That's that. And, and don't, like I say, don't judge, don't judge, just listen and, and, and understand who we, uh, what are we dealing with? What's, what's the most loving thing we can go ahead and do, Hmm. go ahead and, and uh, love them for who they are. And how they, how they think. Mm. I think uh, what I like to do is transition, if I can, to the uh, the three R's. Yes. And, yeah. And uh, 
they're, they're, the sequence of the three R's is how do I initially go ahead and respond to that person? How do I relate to that person? How do I reinforce that person? And with regard to uh, with, with with regard to high eyes, I, I come back to this whole thing to be friendly and positive. The tone is so important, mm. and, and and allow for informal dialogue, mm. you know, and and make it fun, because that that sets the positive and stays away from the negative uh, gorilla, which I call rejection. <laughs> we don't want to mm-hmm. go there, and and and, and that initial thing, uh, e- e- even. Body language, a smile as we talk. Absolutely. You know, and, 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 you know, and always, you know, I always like to inject, if I can with Linda, humor, a little bit of humor, mm-hmm. Love and, it. you know, and with, with me as, 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 as uh, trying to tell her, I says, I'm, I'm trying to get there and I'm not there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and laughing a little bit and, and, and she, 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 she laughs us back and then we can go to a subject, you know, type of thing. Yep. Changes but, the whole energy. A to- total energy. And then th- how do we build on that? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, Linda knows that I allow time for, for her to verbalize how she feels about a subject. Hmm. And if it's a hard one where she's dealing with, with rejection, not from me, but from somebody else, mm-hmm. I'm sensitive and empathetic to what she's, the pain she's going through. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's absolutely, absolutely critical. Mm-hmm. And and to um, reinforce, never, never embarrass a high eye in public. If you absolutely, got to, if you want to do something, you, it's a private thing. That's Matthew eighteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know, yeah, you know, and 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 it, and it's private. Private, do it. You know, and and all, also, I, I like to say I take some of the responsibility if I'm I'm the culprit of being my tone is wrong or what ever be an apologetic to her, you know, I'm sorry, I, I came across, I, I, I'm, I really pre, I, I give, I ask forgiveness at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, it's, it's, it is that communications that she's okay, particularly when there's, when there's rejection in there or criticism, those, those are the two that, that puts Linda in a, in a, in a very difficult situation. And I know that, and I really put all energy in here to making sure that she knows my relationship with her is absolutely solid and maybe I don't have the answers. I don't, I don't know what, what, what to do at this point, but where her hand always go, well, I know when she stops talking and she says, I, I just need to, you know, a pray about this. And her hand always goes out to me. That's the one thing that we've learned always to go ahead and do that. And we really respect that. That's a nonverbal strategy that works for us. And I think that each person, each couple needs to find their, their, their strategies that work. And that's a signal. And some of it is nonverbal. It's not absolutely. Some of it's nonverbal. You know, there's, there's a statement that I, that I always remember. It says love always sometimes use words. (laughs) Love that. Yeah, absolutely. Mother Teresa was big on that one. Yeah. And and it, Love always sometimes use words mm-hmm. and, and you just judgment. And uh, if you're an interjecting uh, a rejection of the eye, it'll go and it'll go south on you. And you've mm. got to be real. But allowing them to talk and re- don't judge them for them, allow them to talk. And if they want feedback, ask them, do you want feedback or just want, you know, just listen. And mm-hmm. we'll end up the thing with prayer. That's 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 how I deal with it. 
And that's reinforcing it. That's that's when you offer the encouragement through prayer, right? In Absolutely. terms of the three the three R's. It's it, it, it's also I'm going to inject this three chords. Three chords makes a strong rope. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Respond, relate, and reinforce. What would you say are the are the are the top three for one for respond, one for relate, one for reinforce when you're talking about an I? I, I think I in my opinion is friendly and positive. Mm-hmm. You start out there. Yeah. I mean, if you miss that one, it's not gonna work. It's you not got that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then respect their need to express their feelings is is the is the relate. Mm-hmm. It may not be accurate, but it's how they feel. Mm-hmm. So check judgment at the door. Absolutely, <laughs> you just know? let it give the and, psychological and, safety. And then then uh, uh, you know always go ahead and uh, respect the need for positive reinforcement in public. And if you need to do it private private that's where you give the give the feedback of hey we need to work on this you know but but mm-hmm. uh, that that's that's what i would say keep it fun keep it upbeat and sometimes it's not um mm-hmm. uh, as an sc my you know she checks my pulse sometimes and see if i'm breathing <laughs> i totally get that totally get that yeah you know, and, and 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 my emotions are are, are straight line mm-hmm. uh, lauren straight line Linda's yeah. are, are mountains and valleys, mountains and valleys. Totally, totally got that. That's that. That's okay. such a testimony. You guys have been together for 50, almost fifty nine years here. Right, and and I tell you, the, the the times now are richer than we've ever expected. We've got we're our relationship in the Christ is 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 richer than we've ever expected. Never expected to have the kind of relationship I have with her. I never get tired right. of being with her. I never do that. And and, and her with me. And and the other thing that's interesting in our relationship, I give Linda the freedom to be with her uh, women friends. She's got all kinds of of groups. She's got birthday groups. She's even, Lauren, she's even got a Linda group. She has... I love it. People whose first name is Linda, and she has them over and has a Linda party. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a perfect example of a high eye. You know, hey, if we're gonna do it, we might as well have fun. Let's, might let's, as well have fun, and, yep. and they do, and they have all these Lindas together. And we've got a two-story house, and we—I've got my man cave upstairs. You yep. know, <laughs> you're like, I'll see you, ladies, later. <laughs> they, they, you know, they're having fun. <laughs> and, 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 and invariably Linda will forget she did supposed to do something there's the 911 call Cam come out here <laughs> that's the dis- that's a disorganization right that's a disorganization of having I'm, that I'm up in the man cave if she needs yep. me she how to get me you know yep. if she doesn't need me I don't bother her and, and, that's and, so great Ken wow that's uh, this is such a rich conversation that we've had with the DISC. Any closing thoughts today as we as we close up on this four part series? Okay, I the, the 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 statement of Jesus before he's going to the cross. This is my commandment: love one another. And what it means is to have a clear understanding of the needs of people who are different and meet those needs as best you can. If you could pull that off, you got something special. So I'll leave it at that. Can I close? Just, give, give, yes, close us in prayer. But before you do, 
Uh-huh. If you would give a couple sentences around John 21, because Peter, who walked with Jesus, right. witnessed the miracles, denied right. him, lied, basically. So I really relate to him because yeah. that was that was me, my BC yeah. days. Yeah. And, yeah. and yet Jesus was not intimidated by that at all. No. no. And he didn't change his love for Peter at all. Not because of that, because of that. I mean, this is so powerful for us, Ken. Can you just give a couple sentences around that? Yeah, well, first of all, what he did is he had to allow Peter to be broken. And Mm -hmm. the denials did that. Then Jesus went back and loved him. And and that John 21 is the very first thing. The scene of that was they're out there fishing all night and catch nothing absolutely nothing and and they and and daylight comes and jesus asks how you guys doing catch anything nah (laughs) we went back to our old ways we got nothing we got nothing and 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 he says throw your net on the other side so what is the first thing to do turn that environment from a negative a catch of nothing to 153 fish in a new york minute (laughs) that'll 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 light an eye on fire that'll do it boy I mean, that environment changed 180 degrees to a positive. What's the next thing that he did? He fed them breakfast before he talked to them about anything. Hmm. Now, you're out there working all night and you're coming, you're hungry. Hmm. So you're sitting around a fire, you know, having having a breakfast. Man, that thing goes from a 10 to a 20. Hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. And then he asked them those questions. Do you love me? And he asked them three times. Why three times? Three times to undo his three denials. That's what he did. <laughs> and so then he, powerful. Then, then what he said, he ended it. All right, this is what I need you to do, Peter. You're my guy. Follow me, period. First in words and last of, words. In front of all his guys, he gave them so good recognition and affirmation in front of his groups. It doesn't get any better than that. It no. just Jesus is our emotionally intelligent one. Yep. Close us in prayer, brother. This has been a powerful four-part series. And listeners, you can check it out at edgegodin.com, along with a one sheet to capture your learnings. Lean into this with the Holy Spirit, because these are the strategic tools needed with the help of the Holy Spirit to maximize your relationships and your ability to connect as Jesus did. Father, I thank you for the privilege I had to be with Lauren. I pray that your Holy Spirit can use something, what we've said here, and to figure out how to do a better job. We can always get better at figuring out how to love one another. And we leave it at that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, brother. This has been such a rich four-part series. And listeners, if you haven't checked out the other three, do so. We have the D, I, S, and C. Where do you recognize yourself? Give them heaven out there. There's enough of the dark side going on. Are we done? Yeah, we've got it.